Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 488. Is it better to be an entrepreneur or an employee? by Alexa Mason with thecollegeinvestor.com. And I'm Dan, welcome to Optimal Startup Daily, where I read to you each and every day, including weekends and holidays, from some of the best blogs we can find on entrepreneurship. Today I've got a post from The College Investor, and I'm gonna tell you more about the site and today's author right after the post. But for now, let's get right to it as we optimize your life. Is It Better to Be an Entrepreneur or an Employee? by Alexa Mason with thecollegeinvestor.com. There are countless articles on the internet claiming that being an entrepreneur is better than being an employee. But is that really the truth? I have been on both sides of the fence now, and while I currently enjoy what I do, I want to dispel the myth that working for yourself is nothing but sunshine and rainbows, because it's not. Sure, there are tons of advantages of working for yourself, but there are also many advantages of being an employee. Let's take a look at some of the pros and cons of both. Amount of hours worked. As an employee, an average full-time job consists of about 40 hours per week. You go into work, keep busy for eight hours, and come home. After factoring in your commute, the time you're committing to your day job may be a little bit higher. As an entrepreneur, your hours will vary greatly. When you're first starting up your business, you may put in 60 to 80 hours of work per week, but once you've established yourself and or outsourced parts of the business, the amount of hours you work can be greatly reduced. Also, you may be able to replace the income from your day job in much less time than 40 hours, giving you a significant amount of free time if you don't wish to increase your workload. Work-life balance. As an employee, when you clock out, you're done with work. You can go home to your family and forget about your job. As an entrepreneur, this is a little bit different. When you're working for yourself, it can be really hard to get out of work mode, especially if you work at home. Your computer and phone are always near you and it's so tempting to check your email or do a little more work. The advantage is that depending on your business, you may get to work less hours than an employee would and therefore get to spend more time with your family and friends. Work stress. As an employee, my stress level was always pretty low. I went into work, knew what was expected of me, put in my hours and came home. As an employee, you don't have to worry about where your next paycheck is coming from or running the daily operations of a business. When you work for yourself, especially when you're just getting started, you're a one-man or woman team. Your pay fluctuates, and if you don't build multiple streams of income, it can diminish overnight. You also have to wear many hats. You have to provide a product or service. You have to market, network, find suitable employees when necessary, and be your own accountant. The direction of your business is up to you. This is both exciting and stressful. In my opinion, there's a clear-cut winner here. Being an entrepreneur is more stressful than being an employee. General work life. This is similar to work stress. As an employee, you know what's expected of you. 
In my last job as an insurance agent, there were periods of time when we sat around and did nothing. Fall and winter months were especially slow, and slacking off almost became the norm. A lot of employees put in their time and go home. They don't go the extra mile, especially if the extra mile isn't going to get them anywhere. As an entrepreneur, it's up to you to earn your own. Nobody's going to earn money for you. If you want to get paid, you work. The amount of work you do and your product or service will be the determining factor in how much money you bring in. You have deadlines to meet, so it doesn't matter if you don't feel like doing much work on a particular day. You have to, or you risk losing an income source. Money. Now to the big one, money. As an employee, your income is limited. You put in your required hours, and in return, you get a paycheck for the same amount each week. Sure, you can move up the chain at work, but eventually your income will be capped. As an entrepreneur, the possibilities are endless. The amount of money you bring in and the rate your business grows is all up to you. The sky is really the limit. So which is better? Well, there's no clear-cut answer as to which is better. It all depends on your goals and your personality. Sure, entrepreneurship can bring you freedom to work where and when you want, but you still have to work. Contrary to what some of the gurus tell you, you're not going to get far as an entrepreneur working four hours a week. It's not going to happen. If you think entrepreneurship is for you, start a side business while you're still working your day job. Build up a cash reserve and commit yourself for at least six months to a year before making the switch. This way, you'll get a taste of what entrepreneurship is really like. You just listened to the post titled, Is it better to be an entrepreneur or an employee? By Alexa Mason with thecollegeinvestor.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And thanks to Alexa, who is a guest writer on thecollegeinvestor.com. She is a freelance writer and wannabe internet entrepreneur. She's also a newly single mom to two beautiful little girls, and she chronicles her entire journey as a single mom trying to make it big at www.singlemomsincome.com. Now, the mission of The College Investor, which is where this uh, post came from today, is to help you escape student loan debt so that you can start building real wealth. And that's through helping you navigate the financial decisions that you're gonna have to make at each step of your journey. The College Investor provides advice, guidance, guides, and review tools. There are a bunch of free tools and categories on the site to browse. 
The site's owner, Robert Farrington, also has a podcast you can check out called The College Investor Audio Show. So come by thecollegeinvestor.com for a lot more. His site gets millions of readers every month for good reason. But I think that does it for today. I thank you so much for being a subscriber. Have a great rest of your day and I'm gonna see you right back here tomorrow for the Tuesday show. And that is where your optimal life awaits.